the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. God is moving. Glory to God. Every service we have had from the past uh, several weeks, the glory or the presence of God has been manifesting. And most of the time, everybody was on the floor under the power of God. So today, let us release this glory, this power in the atmosphere. Shall we? Stay tuned. If you missed last week's broadcast, we are on podcast. All you need to do is to go to our website, SOGMI.org. You know, we have listeners from more than 20 countries via our podcast. Glory to God. Our discipleship and evangelism continue to expand. We will continue to obey the Great Commission until the Lord comes. Before I start this program, I wanted to talk to you about this upcoming election, November the 4th. I, I and my family and probably 50% of Freedom Fellowship Church already voted. If you're waiting or planning to vote on election day, please make that as your priority. Christians must be united in this coming election, and we must vote for righteous candidates. What is the most important issue that we need to consider before we cast our votes? It is not an economic issue. It's not women issues. It's not foreign policy. It is God's issue. The scripture is very clear, and we have to follow the commandment of the Lord especially when it comes to our elected officials whom we put in office. Find out, educate yourself and others where the candidates stand on what is important to us Christians, what is important to our Lord Jesus. We Christians, we're smart people. So don't depend on the advertisements that you see on television released by both parties. Find out our candidates are on where they stand on the issues that are important to God and vote as a Christian, okay? If we do this, my dear brothers and sisters, this election will be the largest turnout of Christians in the election and the world will know and realize, including our politicians, that we are the biggest voting block in the nation. And they will realize that they have to contend with us. They have to earn our votes. 
political revival is coming in this country. And then economy, then economy will improve and everything else. There will be revival. When the righteous are in authority, the people of God rejoice. Also in Second Samuel chapter 23, verse 3, in part says, When one rules over men in righteousness, when he rules in the fear of God, he is like the light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning, like the brightness after rain that brings the grass from the earth. Amen? We continue to receive praise reports of healing, deliverance, answered prayers, reconciliation, financial breakthroughs as a result of this radio program. God is good. And now, a part of the prophetic purpose, even in this program, even in those that are called in the prophetic, is found in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 10. I have been quoting the scripture for the past several years, since 2009, actually, even in this broadcast. You know, the things that are important to God, prophecies to the church, prophecies to the nation, the prophets of God will continue to proclaim and release these prophetic words to instruct and to warn his people. We know that because we read that in the Old Testament, and even Jesus repeat some of his instructions that are important for us, important for us to obey so that we will overcome and to become more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Everything that God does, he is motivated by love, and he has you in mind. Okay? So, if I keep on repeating myself, and you are tired of hearing me saying things over and over again, the best way to make me stop saying all these things is for you to pay attention, obey and follow the instruction, and I promise you, I will move on. I am not running for a popularity contest. I gave that up a long time ago. So whatever is needed in the body of Christ, I always say that, oh, you're going to thank me later. It doesn't matter if you disagree with what I'm saying. Then write me a letter, send me an email, uh, give me a scripture reference in which I am wrong, in which I'm not. My focus is on our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not focusing on anybody or anything else. My responsibility as a leader is to educate you. We are not looking for members. We are looking for men and women of God that are hungry for the things of God and are really almost desperate to see thy kingdom come. So we train and disciple people in obedience to the Great Commission. You and I, listen to me, you and I are all in full-time ministry. We are all ministers of the gospel. Okay? So our instruction from the Lord is to go and preach the gospel of good news to every creature and to make disciples. And yes, we are commanded also to baptize the converts too. It has not changed. So let's go back to Jeremiah 1.10 and why it is necessary to really repeat, to warn you over and over again, okay? 
So the purpose of this radio broadcast and other ministries out there that are prophetic is this. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. So we need to tear down, continue to uproot, utterly destroy, throw down doctrines of men, and then we build and plant by preaching the word of God in power and implementing God's ways of doing things here on earth, not just in our Sunday services, but in every sector of society, in every areas of our life. So if you say, oh, Christina, that authority was given to Jeremiah at that time and said, and you are not Jeremiah. Yes, I'm Christina. And you are right. You are right that that authority was given to prophet Jeremiah. And our authority today, if you believe, if you have a right standing with God, my authority and yours is more powerful and a higher calling than that of Jeremiah. It's like, what? Jeremiah was appointed by God to be over nations and kingdoms. And he was assigned as a prophet to the nation, specifically the nation of Israel. When Jesus came, died on the cross for you and I, went to hell so that we don't have to, ascended to heaven, and God the Father gave Jesus all the authority in heaven and on earth, and we are his body. If the head had the authority and power, so is his body. And Jesus made sure. This is the plan of God. The ways and the plans of God, they are flawless, they're excellent, they're perfect. So Jesus, God the Father and Jesus, sent the Holy Spirit to teach us and to guide us into all truth and to implement and how to implement God's ways of doing things here on earth. So if Jesus is truly the Lord and the head, now at present in our days, we are not just over one nation, but wherever the Lord Jesus sent us, we are in authority. Keep that in mind. Believe, never doubt, and always be led by the Holy Spirit. So let me go back to Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 30 and 31, which is a part of uprooting, tearing down, destroying. Okay? Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 30 and 31 in New King James Version. It says, An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? Shocking. Astonishing. As far as the false prophets, that is given. As far as the priests ruling by their own power, even in our days, especially in our days, we have lots of self-appointed spiritual leaders, even self-appointed office, which is the office of the pastor. Some of the pastors, I didn't say not all of the pastors, okay? I say some of the pastors had been 
introducing this doctrine that everybody needs a pastor. There are no more prophets in our days, no more apostles, only pastor. And everybody has to have a pastor. Everybody has to be submitted, including prophets, teachers, and evangelists. They were appointed by God, but now some of the pastors are saying, no, you report to me first. Shocking, isn't it? But what is more shocking is that majority, the people of God, love this kind of organization or arrangement. They embrace this doctrine. They love it. They want the status quo. We have lots of Christians who don't want to be bothered. They will come on our Sunday services. They expect to be fed, to be encouraged, to be prayed for. And then they give their tithes and offerings. So that is one day, but six days a week, they're living in the world's ways. They're under and reporting to the world system. And according to Jeremiah 5:30 and 31, this is how many people in the body of Christ want it to be. But this is the time and the hour, saith the Lord, where I will be calling my people out and they will respond and they will obey me. They will seek me out with all their heart, with all their might, saith the Lord. And the divine order will be established in the church. And my kingdom will expand that covers every sector of society, saith the Lord. Wow. Praise God. It is time, body of Christ. So for, for those of you that are leaders or even pastors, even prophets, I want you to consider this. That doctrine that everybody has a pastor is not in the scripture. It's very clear that God appointed these five offices with a purpose, with the same purpose, same calling. Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 11. It says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why and what for? Two reasons. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. How long will these five offices operate? The answer is in verse 13. Until or till we all come, the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to be a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is how long or until the five offices will operate. All five offices operating at the same time, body of Christ, not just the office of a pastor. That is a doctrine that we need to pull down, tear down, and to destroy so that we can build and to plant that all the five offices. Let God be judge who is the head. He is the one who created them, not us. So we cannot redefine the plan and the purpose of God. Now, the result when we Come to the unity of the faith and, the, and of the knowledge of the Son of God. In verse 14, it says that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine 
by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Did it say it's Satan? We give Satan a lot of credit. It's actually doctrines of men, the trickery or deceitfulness of men, and the craftiness of men to limit God and to limit God's people. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. The five offices must operate fully functional, all of them in tandem, without competing. We do not compete as far as God's people are concerned. Those that are called in the prophetic, they will be drawn to the prophetic ministry or to the prophetic office. Those that are evangelists, they are drawn to the apostles and other evangelists. Same thing with the teachers. So we need to uproot, tear down, and destroy the doctrine that there are no more apostles and prophets in our days, but only pastors, and that everybody, including prophets, evangelists, teachers, and apostles, must have a pastor. Read the whole book. I cannot find that anywhere. The five offices must and will operate until we come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, period. A time has now come that everybody must reach maturity. Many will come to realize that the harvest field is the world, is not adding more members that are already converted, that are already born again. That is not the harvest field. It's just additional members of a given ministry. Matthew chapter 9, verse 38 Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Luke chapter 10, verse 2. He told them, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Discipleship is for Christians to mature and to prepare them for the works of service in the ministry to get trained how to become a godly employer, employee, workers, mother, father, to raise up godly children, a godly sister, godly child, apply God's ways of doing things, that Jesus' lordship will be in all. This is what Jesus said, Occupy until I come. And he told us about the parable of the talents. He didn't say that, okay, you, you invested in a ministry, you, you have a Sunday service. He said, no, make them productive. There has to be a prophet. This is Jesus talking. And, and he says, it is about the kingdom of God. We train the people of God to preach to the choir like us. We need to start training them to know the plan of God, the characteristics of our God, and we need to train them to be led by the Holy Spirit and send them to the world and so that they can establish the kingdom of God wherever they're at instead of implementing the world's way or system of the world six days a week. We need to tell God's people that once we are born again, you are now, we are now living for Christ and you are automatically a full-time minister, minister of the gospel. 
We need to disciple them and send them back to the harvest field and so that they will become living epistles for the unbelievers to read. And signs and wonders will then follow them. The harvest is out there in the marketplace, in the arts and entertainment, in the education, in the sports arena. Leaders, let us stop discipling God's people and teach them practices as if we're still in a Levitical priesthood. We are now priests to the order of Melchizedek like Jesus. And both male and female, young and old, can be priests because in the kingdom of God, once we're born again, there are no distinction between Jews nor Greek, slaves nor free, male nor female. In accordance to Galatians 3.28, we are all one in Christ. We have become, like God, a spirit being. So if you're not born again, you need to be born again. Call me at 210-695-1630, okay? Again, the number is 695 1630. Why are men, husbands, brothers, fathers absent in our services on Sundays? Is it because they don't want what is being preached in the pulpit, that being a pastor is an ultimate, that preaching to the choir is the most ultimate task? Or if you are not a full-time minister, that you are a second-class citizen, you do not have the calling or anointing like them? Let us stop this nonsense. Many men that are good Christians since that there are other equally important jobs or works in the ministry than preaching to the choir. So they do not want to have any part of it. So God is now calling the fathers, the husbands, the brothers back to the fold and they will take their place of authority and will take dominion in the marketplace. They will take position in the government, in arts and entertainment, in all sectors of society, thus bringing the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. With their children, with women, with young and old, there will be no distinction in this nameless, faceless people. They're coming back, glory to God. We need the father figures. We need the leadership. We have lots of uh, young people who don't have any father or their parents are divorced and, and they need guidance from godly men. Some of the guidance, like a father figure, they're important now because what we know or the training that we have with our natural father or if we don't know them, some of those people that are in the body of Christ will have difficulty in looking at and acknowledging or even recognizing a godly father in heaven. Okay? So, brothers, thank you for taking your post. Thank you for responding. And thank you for being one of the nameless, faceless people that are now in the front lines. So God is truly moving. We will work and walk side by side, glorifying the name of the Lord Jesus. Is this exciting or what? That is why some of you spiritual leaders have been called or are now being called in the marketplace at the same time also leading a church or pastoring a church. How will the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence manifest? The spiritual leaders 
that are being sent in the marketplace, they know their purpose now, and they know the scriptures, and they can implement God's ways of doing things in the corporate arena, in diverse industries. As we increase in number, hidden riches and secret places will be revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. We need to be in the right place. I'm so excited. Keep in mind, there is no competition in the body of Christ. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love. I'll be holding a prophetic school on November 14th, Friday at 7 p.m., and whole day Saturday, November 15th. You must register for this training, and seating is limited. And yes, there will be a registration fee of $30. You can register online at SOGMI.org. And mark your calendar and start saving for the $60 per person for the prophetic gathering of the saints on December 31st to be held at the Embassy Suites on I-810 and Briar Ridge. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for healing for your people, healing in their physical bodies, and healing of marriages and relationships. I also pray for financial breakthrough for your, for your people. And I pray for God-ordained relationship to manifest in Jesus' name. Call me at 210-695-1630 or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.